Ride through the city like Brennan Shaw. I'm on a mission to get it all. Ride through the city like Brennan Shaw. If you ain't thick, please don't get involved. And now, Brandon Thick Boy Shaw. What is up, fam? It is Monday, February 13th, Monday morning, live. Not really live, but by the time you listen to this, definitely not live. But you know what I'm saying. We are here at Thick Boy Stews in Calabas, California. Quite the weekend, fam. Quite the weekend for the fight fans and football fans. You had Super Bowl weekend. Hope you all enjoyed that Super Bowl. Uh, Patrick Mahoney's doing the damn thing. And then you also had the big UFC 284. Um, I mean, the main event in UFC 284 delivered and the Super Bowl delivered. So can't be mad at any of it unless you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan or you're a Alexander Volkanovsky fan. Even if you are an Alexander Volkanovsky fan, you shouldn't be too upset the way he performed. I thought he won the story of the night, but lost the fight to the judges. So uh, we'll get into that, especially with the pound-for-pound rankings. I don't think you should lose a spot, and we will get into that. I am fresh off the plane from Austin, Texas, where I did a food truck diary with Gordon Ryan. And... Um, I can't say enough about Gordon Ryan. He was such a freaking good dude. Such a good dude, man. He, he was right away. We're buddies right away. We're buddies. Casey was out there. Casey did a great job. We did it at, was it CM, CM, CM smokehouse. And, uh, yeah, Gordon Ryan's a special dude, man, really special dude. And just instant friends, man, instant friends. We we're going to roll. And then, um, my schedule got busy. That would have been a nightmare for me. Who'd have tied me in a million knots? Um, and he's a big car guy. And we're talking about this Viper. He talks about on the food truck the special Vipers he can get after he wins his next jujitsu uh, match. And uh, yeah, we're just chatting about cars. One of my favorite uh, food trucks. We talk about the greatest jujitsu practitioner of all time as far as no gi goes man as far as no gi goes now there's some lighter weights that could have an argument for the best ever but as far as big guys go there's it's not even close he is such a savage so i had such a good time with him i text him after because he has a, a stomach condition if you're familiar with gordon ryan you know what i'm talking about he talks a little bit about it on the food truck diary and uh he has to be careful what he eats so do i with my psoriasis so it's barbecue um, and he just ordered a straight up cheeseburger and fries. I was like, yeah, I feel like this is a bad idea. He's like, no, I should be fine. And all night I was losing sleep over it. Next morning I take him, how are we feeling? He's like, I'm good, man. I'm telling you, I'm good. I'm on these, you know, strong, um, medication that I can eat this stuff now. So thank God, man. But he was, he was such a good dude. It's a good one, man. He's a great, great guy, man. Great guy. About two twenty ish, two twenty five. you know, I think everyone, you know, they try to devalue him going, oh, the only reason he wins because he's so much bigger than everyone. No, he's not. A matter of fact, the guys that he's fighting, they're bigger than him usually. You know, talk about 260, 270, 240, 250s. He's about 220-ish. He's also compromised because he's constantly nauseous and not at his full capabilities. That's how special the guy is. So not only is he fighting the top jiu-jitsu competition in the world, but he's doing it hindered with his condition. Insane. Insane, man. It'd be like if Michael Jordan just had the flu all the time and still balled out. That's this guy. Such a good person, man. So that drops. When we drop that? When? Thursday? Wednesday or Thursday this week? We'll say Thursday for now. We'll say Thursday for now. Um, so, yeah. So I went out there to do the food truck with Gordon Ryan. 
And then also the Fight Companion UFC 284 with Joe Rogan, Brian Callen, Eddie Bravo. The original OG crew is back. It's available right now. It's available right freaking now um, on Spotify. It was live on JRE YouTube, and then uh, it's available on Spotify now where it gets uploaded. Uh, the full episodes upload there. It was a fun one, man. I'd say the most straight-up fight talk we've ever done on that show. Usually we're talking about octopus or you know chimpanzees or some wild shit but uh this is very fight focused and i think it's kudos to the card is a fantastic card especially the main card the prelims a little tough you know you're like yeah is this gonna be one of those nights but um man that that main card it got it got popping you know the jimmy crew alonzo mendefield fight uh started off alonzo has to be kicking himself you know with um the point deduction because he should have won that fight he won two rounds to one for sure um, but with a point deduction, you get a draw. And then uh, Justin Toffa with a KO, didn't get a bonus, which he can't be happy about. Uh, Justin Toffa with the walk-off home run in a minute. Locked out Peter Parker Porker um, doing the damn thing. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying, Jim. Yeah, yeah, and then, uh, not, not the MVP of the night, but he's the chance of this kid holding gold's pretty high at welterweight. Uh, Jack Della is Jackie boy got it done. And I think a lot of people with Randy Brown, cause it was Jack's first really tough fight. You know, he's, he had his win in the Dana White's contender series and he's had four finishes leading up to Randy Brown. Randy Brown's no punk and he's a tough, tough night in the office for anyone, especially as his size at six, three at welterweight <clears throat> and his reach was a little difficult and kind of hard to navigate. But for Jack, and I think people are like, man, Randy Brown's kind of, doing the damn thing, and Jack could be in some trouble here. And Jack's from Perth. I mean, he's a Perth boy. That's his hometown. So there, I, there was a lot of pressure on Jack. And then as soon, I, I don't think it was a, a matter of Randy Brown's that much better than Jack. I think Jack, it just shows the fight IQ that he has where he just waited, waited for the perfect time, and then boom, two minutes in, landed against the octagon and just put him out on his face and then choked him out with a rear naked choke. But I'm telling you, this Jack, dude is a special talent man special special talent then you got straight to the co-main event main event doing the companions you know we usually sometimes four or five hours by the time you got to that co-main event you're like we were like oh damn we're only like an hour and 40 <laughs> minutes into this damn thing i was like oh, this is gonna be a quick one and then uh yair rodriguez josh emmett you know i picked josh emmett to win this fight i thought his just his age his experience um his meat and potatoes um kind of technique in his power uh i'm I've, i'm a fan of yair i'm just haven't been fully sold just like i wasn't on islam um even with the charles Oliveira fight because his strength of schedule i'm not sold completely um and that's how i was a little bit like that with yair right his biggest fights frankie edgar um max holloway he lost so i thought josh emmett might pose some issues for him you know he did beat brian ortega but he he beat brian ortega via submission but even that was a little controversial before that he lost to max holloway he beat jeremy stevens long in the tooth right um he had that ko with a minute with a second, second left yeah. against korean zombie and then before that he lost to frankie edgar he beat a very old bj penn Strength schedule. I'm big on strength of schedule. I was never. I'm never that sold. It takes a lot to win me over. So, um, I did think it was a fair bet to bet on Josh Emmett. I ended up losing that bet. Yard Rodriguez looked fantastic. His kicks 
and we were just sucking them off. We were just sucking that Mexican corchada out of Yair Rodriguez because the way he would kick and then followed up with the punches, he looked phenomenal. Phenomenal, man. That submission, that triangle choke was fantastic. Thank God that happened because you do want to see Alexander Volkanovsky back at featherweight now because Yair's on this straight surge, what he did Josh Emmett. Now you don't feel as bad for uh, Volkanovsky coming back down. There's a great story there. But when we get to the main event with Makachev and Volkanovsky, you know, watching it um, with the companion crew, obviously we're drinking, obviously we're under the influence of a few uh, things. Um, but we watched that fight. You know, we watch, we're usually we're talking and bullshit and we we'll miss things. This one we really pay attention to. But again, we are compromised with alcohol and other devices. So I never put too much weight in how we feel and our decisions that night. But I feel like we kind of got this one. There's an argument we got this one right. I posted on my Instagram uh, our reaction. You can play that, Jen. I mean, even compromise though, you know, Rogan seen more people get punched in the face than anyone. So, you know, even when Rogan's on that train, I mean, Eddie didn't say much, but he thought he won. Brian's, you know, just all over the place. And but, but Brian did get some stuff right. You know, my my reason for picking Volkanovski in this fight is just I think we underestimated his champion mentality, that Mamba mentality. And, you know, the guy hasn't lost a fight in how long? Last time he lost, he fought freaking, it was a David Goliath type of situation. So him going to that fight, he legit thought he could win. I think the fight, which to me, one of the greatest UFC fights of all time, the pound for pound number one in his prime versus pound for pound number two. Also, I, I, and here's the here's what's scary. I don't think Makhchev has reached his prime or potential yet. Yeah, I think he's there's still a lot more for him to do, which is scary. But I do think that both of these gentlemen, which made it for a great fight, underestimate each other, where Volkanovski underestimated uh, Makachev's striking, and Makachev underestimated Vol Volkanovski's some, uh, grappling. So you got this stand-up war, and you you had some grappling. I think that the grappling is what ended up giving Makachev the decision with the judges. You know, I think on the companion, again, heavy under the influence, I go, robbery. It's, I, I hate robberies. I don't think it was a robbery. There's never robberies. But rewatching it, there is a, I, and I said this in the campaign. I went, hey, are we just biased because we're going, it's a David Goliath type of situation. We've been drinking freaking whiskey. And we, and you know, going into the fight, so many people, big name people in this business go, Machev's going to slice through them like butter. Eddie said that. Brian said that. Josh, uh, my boy, uh, Josh Thompson said that. Anybody who's uh, familiar with Makachev goes, he's going to walk through this guy. So do you kind of side more with Volkanovski? Because he didn't get get ran through at, in any capacity. He It was a good fight. 
But when you take that out of it, you take the hype out of it, you take the bias out of it, and you look at that fight as just a, a, a normal viewer without the bias. And let's say that Volkanovski was a true 155er and Islam was a 155er, true 155ers, and you take all the bias out, would you still score it for Volkanovski? I don't know. But it doesn't matter. That really doesn't matter because it is Alex, Alexander Volkanovski coming up the 55, fighting not only a 55er, but a gigantic 55er who's eventually going to 170 and become a double champ there, a triple champ for that. Well, double champ because he didn't get the 145 title. But he'll be you know a champion at 170 if he wants to because he's a huge 55er. So when it comes to the to the judging, you know, I do think the, the judges that gave four rounds of one, I think that's a little extreme. Three to two is fair, depending on how you score it. It all depends on how you score the second and fourth round. The second and fourth is where this fight was determined. You know, the fifth, Claire's day. The, the first, Claire's day. The third, you know, um, you, the third, you should, should probably give it to Volkanovsky, right? So if you give Volkanovsky the third and the fifth, that's easy. You'd have to find him around in one, two, and four. The fourth round gets a little dicey because although Volkanovski is being controlled, which is a dominant position when he had that um, body lock, Volkanovski was landing shots there, but he was still being controlled, and they weren't significant shots. So depending on how you view fighting, you could give Volkanovski that fourth round, but most likely 99% of the time you're not going to give a guy despite – uh, it being a smaller guy fighting a bigger guy, you're probably not going to give it to Volkanovski because he's being controlled. It is a compromised position. It is a dominant position, a body lock, even though Makachev wasn't doing much with it. But again, the only reason there's argument here is because you're going, I thought he was going to slice through him. I thought he was going to destroy him. But he put up a great fight. And we realize how good Volkanovski is on the ground. My God, dude. Good luck at 45 beating him. Let's take a little break because this episode of the Shop Show breaking down UFC 284, Volkanovski, Bakchev, quite the controversy. All right. And this episode of the Shop Show is brought to you by BetterHelp. All right. BetterHelp. BetterHelp is here to help you guys out. It's in the name. When you're at your best, you can do great things, but sometimes life gets you bogged down. You may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. Well, working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you because when you feel empowered, you're pre more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. It throws a bunch of curveballs. You never know what's coming, all right? If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and it's entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapists anytime you want, no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash shop, S-C-H-A-U-B, today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash shop. BetterHelp.com slash shop. This episode is also brought to you by Happy Hippo Kratom. Listen. Listen, gang, I only recommend products that I personally only use. It's the only way you can get on the show. This is one I use not only for this show, but all the time. Stand up in life. I'm talking about Happy Hippo Kratom. The only Kratom that I trust, this stuff helps me tackle my crazy-ass schedule, and it helps me get stuff done. That's honestly the best way to describe it. Helps you get stuff done, A to B, 
Get it done. Pretty black and white. It's not just some sort of random drink you use to get energy. No, no. It helps with the mind. Helps you think clearly. Helps you put form sentences. Helps with all that stuff. You get a nice, warm, balanced, good mood feeling. My favorites are the the shots. They have the butterscotch shot, the high concentrated shot. They have the cherry shot. I only use the shots right now. But they offer gummies, powders, but I prefer the shots, all right? They, the shots are fantastic. Their Kratom is a hidden gem. It's your limitless little shot, all right? All you got to do is go to happyhippo.com. Promo code is THICK with three C's, T-H-I-C-C-C, 23, and you get 20% off for life as many times as you want. Use it. Keep using it. Happyhippo.com. Promo code is THICK23, THICK with three C's, THICK23, happyhippo.com. That's the best Kratom on the planet. You're welcome. Now let's get back to the program. And when it comes to pound for pound, I my argument would be Islam's not the number one pound for pound. Not yet, because pound for pound's all subjective. Dependent on your criteria is who is going to be your number one. The number one thing to me would be strength of schedule and your 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 reign at that division. How how long were you dominant? Who have you beat? Strength of schedule. How did you beat them? Well, the number number one, no matter if you have Islam or Volkanovsky, doesn't really matter because a guy named John Jones is back. He's your number one. I'd love to hear the argument for it. Your only argument why you wouldn't have John Jones number one pound for pound is because the PED accusations. Yeah. Outside that, there's really no argument. This is signed, sealed, delivered. Easy. Get rid of the PED stuff, the accusations. Just take that out of it. John Jones, by far, rain, strength of schedule, finishes, and then when he comes back a heavyweight, which we know he's coming back March 4th, we have a fight companion for it, Cal Bass fight companion, with Jelly Roll, Rampage, and a very special guest. But and that's on Thick Boy, no big deal. But there's no argument there. It's that's your that's that's your pound for pound number one. But let's say take John out of this. Pound for pound two, strength of schedule, dominance. If you go strength of schedule between Islam and Volkanovski, well, Volkanovski's strength of schedule's been tougher. He's been champ. He's reigned longer at champion longer. But then you go, yeah, but they fought head-to-head. They did, but can you tell me that if Volkanovski was a true 55-er, and he was the – so pound for pound to me equals like this. If Islam Makhachev, if Islam Makhachev and Alexander, Alexander Volkanovski were the exact same size – True size. Let's say Makhachev walks around, I don't know, they say he gets put a 190, let's say he's 180, let's say Volkanovski, the exact same, they cut down to 55. They're the exact same size. You're telling me pound for pound, skill for skill, Makhachev's more talented than Volkanovski? No. Not a chance. Not a chance. Volkanovski showed more skill. Volkanovski showed, showed more technique. And in the exchanges, even on the feet, I thought Volkanovski, and it's clear, it landed more. But because he's not as big, it didn't do as much damage. But if they were the same size, he would have finished them. So the pound-for-pound pound thing is a little dicey. I, I think it's weird to put Islam over Volkanovsky, again, based on strength of schedule. So this verdict scorecard. Verdict MMA, yeah. Yeah, verdict MMA, which does it digitally. Globally, too. Globally, yeah. too, had Volkanovsky win the fight. Yeah. So they gave Volkanovsky the second round, which I agree with. The the third round, that's clear. Mm-hmm. And the fifth one, clear as day. Yeah. Clear as day. Yeah, I think we all agree on this too. I think we all think Volk won. You think Volk won? I definitely do, yeah. Yeah, and you wouldn't, that fifth round, 10-8, you know. 
It was the most significant punch in the fight that dropped them. Then for Volkanovski to end up on top, you know, it, it, it's, 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 again, you know, I think when, when Izzy went up and attempted greatness and tried to become a double champ from uh, middleweight to light heavyweight, he was super compromised with the height there, the the not only the height but the the weight with fighting a Jan uh, Blakovich. Like that's a tough, tough task. He lost a little bit of his kind of star power doing that, but he came back right. And then he's lost to Piera. I still think he's okay there. Alexander Volkanovski is a guy where he's gotten bigger from this. Mm-hmm. More people root for him. More people saw his heart. Now you now you realize how talented Volkanovski is. Now forty five. Listen, we're all high in Yair Rodriguez right now. There's not a fucking 45er that's ever lived who's going to beat Alexander Volkanovsky. Yeah. You're out of your fucking mind. If you think any other 45er that's ever lived could come up to 155 and do well against Islam Makhchev and make it a controversial split fucking decision, and most people think you, well, not most, but a lot of people think Alexander Volkanovsky won that fight. There ain't a one one forty five that's ever stepped inside any cage on any planet in the history of time that could have gave Makachev that much of a fight. And you think Yair Rodriguez is going to beat him at forty five? You're out of your fucking mind. Nobody's going to beat him at forty five ever, ever. He's the greatest one forty five of all time, hands down, no argument. Mm-hmm. Now fifty five, I think for Islam Makachev, people go, oh, I he. He showed that he was human. Kind of. You know, he did win the fight. Uh, he's not my pound-for-pound pound GOAT because he hasn't been doing it long enough at this high of a level. He can definitely become the pound-for-pound pound GOAT. It's going to take a, a long time to, you know, take uh, John Jones down from that pound-for-pound pound list. But, um, you know, uh, Dustin Poirier fancies himself against Makachev. Uh, his takedown offense is really good. He hits like a Mack truck. We do, see, But I think what we did learn is Makachev's striking is pretty fucking good. He's not like Khabib where, you know, he might surprise you with some striking. I think we realized when Makhchev was forced to strike, he's pretty fucking good, high-level striker, you know? Um, but I would like to see him against Dustin Poirier. I think both these gentlemen are just, when they fight, you're getting a fight like this. It's going to be close like this. I do think if they rematch eventually, we're not going to see anytime soon. If they do rematch eventually, you're going to get a much different fight because now they have respect for each other. Now Makhchev has respect for Volkanovski's grappling. He has respect for his size. He has respect for his height. He has respect in all those areas. When going into Saturday night, he did not. I paid a price for it. That's what made the fight so close. On the other end of that, Volkanovski now has uh, earned the respect um, grappling, but he also needs to respect Makhachev's striking. Makachev's no punk when it comes to striking. He's not Khabib. The dude can actually strike. So you're going to get a different fight. That's a tough one to call if it does happen. But at the respective weight classes, Volkanovski ain't losing at 45. Makachev ain't losing at 55. Now, Dustin Poirier does pose some problems for Makachev there. Um, it'd, be a, it'd be a closer fight, but Makachev at 55 probably ain't going to lose. We'll probably see him go up to 70. Volkanovski at 45 ain't going to lose. Not going to happen. And I think if Makachev eventually, who knows how long it's going to be, did go to 170, and there's a, I don't know who on that list, not named Makachev, beats Alexander Volkanovsky at 55. So if he did, I think it's just a matter of time before Volkanovsky becomes a double champ. With Makachev there, tough fight for him, for sure. But um, 
I think Volkanovski will become a double champ, especially if Makachev were to leave and go to 70. Let's take another little break, guys, before we get back to breaking down UFC 284. This episode of The Shop Show is also brought to you by Onnit Supplements. I'm here to talk to you about not just Alpha Brain, but a special kind of Alpha Brain. I'm talking about the Black Label. That's what I use. It's a premium Alpha Brain line. Black Label is re- refined formula that promotes mental processing speed, laser focus for extreme product- productivity. Alpha Brain Black Label is Alpha Brain on that acai. It is the ultimate nootropic to get you going when you need to get going. It's for the big boys out there. We're talking about Alpha Brain Black Label. Everybody's taking the regular nootropic, just the regular Alpha Brain. It's great. But when you're like me and you're an intense individual, you want everything intense. That's why Alpha Brain Black Label is for the few out there. It will get you going. It's Alpha Brain on Turbo Juice. You thought I was going to say something else. I'm not going to do that. Alpha Brain Black Label is the only Alpha Brain I use. I like the other stuff. I started there, but sometimes you got to put your big boy pants on. That's why I go Alpha Brain Black Label. You can save 10% off Alpha Brain Black Label, regular Alpha Brain. If you want to use the shots, those are fantastic. The Alpha Brain Instant, you just put in eight ounces of water. That's All that's good. I prefer, prefer intense stuff like Alpha Brain Black Label. But you can save 10% off everything when you go to onnit.com slash shop. You save 10% off the entire website. Protein powders, all the Alpha Brains, Black Label, Instant, the Instant Shots, the regular uh, Alpha Brain. But if you want to save 10% off the best nootropic on the planet, the most intense, that's Alpha Brain Black Label. Save 10% off your freaking uh, new mood, total gut health, digestive tech, joint oil, krill oil, protein powders, all the equipment they offer. They're the best, man. Onnit.com slash shop, 10% off for life. Now let's get back to the program. Naples, see this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Naples, Florida. Get tickets at thickboy.com or fatkz.com. That's this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Naples, Florida. Call me off the hook. Come get you some. And then Bakersfield, California, one night, one night only, one show, February 23rd. Brea, California, March 3rd, two shows, one magical night, because March 4th, we have a fight companion. So I limit it down to two shows, Friday night, March 3rd, in Brea, California, Brea Improv. But Naples, you're up this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Bakersfield, Brea, get you some. Yeah, so I think either way, um, you know, Makachev. Now, here's what's interesting is Dan Hooker has been tweeting out. Oh, yeah. He said, you thought you could go to Australia and we wouldn't find out, you cheating dog. I assume it's reference to Makachev of using an IV, which is illegal. Yeah. So I would assume the UFC looks into it. This is so. There's a series of tweets that he did. Here. So Hooker says, "Dumb uh, c-word. Things can fly to Australia. Hire a nurse to give him an IV, and we won't find out. Cheating dog." It was okay. like interesting. He says, uh, "Usada doing F fuck all. all. Yeah. Wow. And then because and then he puts this article of a you know two UFC years fires face up to two years suspension for IV use." And then, <clears throat> prove me wrong. Bet you can't. Oof. I don't know why this is jumping around. Um, so then it goes, yeah. So, so is Dan, who are you talking about? It's early East Coast USA, so it's hard to find out. Scroll down. He goes. Wait, so let's go here. He doesn't cheat, doesn't win. Then that guy at, does this, and then he goes, Islam is a cheat. Interesting. Uh, and then also I saw this from Brawl Season Instagram. They showed like, oh, the wow. pre-fight pictures. I don't know how legit this is. I, I looked at other pictures. I couldn't find anything. So it looks like there's like a little, it looks like he had something pierced into his 
inside elbow area where you would get an IV. Yikes. I wonder if the UFCs can do anything about it. If they find out that he did, how, how, I don't know how they can like investigate it though. If, I don't know how that works. Uh, yeah, I don't either. They have to look into it though. Yeah. Weird. Dagestan Russians cheating? I've never heard of such a thing. Mm-hmm. How would that change your perspective, Chin? Dehydrate? Big time. Would it? Yeah, big time. If you're if you're cutting that much to like you're draining your body that much. Or you need an IV. Yeah. And, and then that's gonna I don't have an IV. That that is kind of like a performance enhancing thing. Hundred percent IV. Yeah. Yeah. Fair point. That's why it's illegal. Yeah. You can't do it. Yeesh. Yeah. Just go to one seventy if you have to have an IV to yeah. make fifty five. So he's replenished right away, feeling healthy, feeling good. It's not good. I think IVs should be legal, but they're not. So if either, it's legal for everyone, then that's fine. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It should be, but they're not. So it's definitely an illegal action. Uh, but we yeah. don't know this is even real. True. Yeah. It just definitely puts a cloud over Makachev. Mm. Makachev he, posts on his story. goes, Australia, you mad? With a smiley face. They're so like, there's Ozzy, a couple. Ozzy, Ozzy. <laughs> so Alex did this post. Uh, Volkanovski put this. Just watch the fight. I definitely think I won two, three, and five. Surprised I didn't get my hand raised. Let's do the rematch anywhere, anytime. And then Islam. Just watch the this. tape. Have to be fair. Out of 25 minutes, Volk got the last one minute. That's how. Listen, both these guys should be handled this way in the press. I won the fight. I won the fight. Mm. You don't want to be like, no, I actually lost. No, no, no. Because Volkanovski inside the cage was pretty cool about it. But it's great. Dude. His team was like, hey, dude. You won that fight. We need to let everyone know. Yeah, and this is Nate Diaz responding to They him. put congrats to Alec Volkanovsky. They put, yeah, right, Islam got his ass whooped. I think the majority of people do agree with that, though. Not ass whooped. I don't whooped. think the majority. The, the majority, like most, like Biz Bing, who was a commentator and who we respect a lot here, uh, a lot of lot of people, Luke Thomas, a lot of people I respect a lot, get, give it to uh, Mark Oh, Chuck. like actual... Round by people in the game, legit not people, fans in the game. and stuff like that. Uh, not too many people in the game give it to Volkanovski. Mm, okay, well, uh, Rogan did though. I mean, you guys all, did, but even we all me, did. I was watching it when I was drinking at a bar. No, I rewatched it. And still, I was like, I can see how I came to that conclusion. Yeah, it's not, it's not like far fetched. <laughs> this was kind of funny because Conor McGregor tweeted this. I this I, I believe this is before the fight happened. Pound for pound wafflers. Wafflers. And then afterwards, he tweeted this. That was a great fight. Last <laughs> night, lads, no loser. They're just winners. The Aussie and the Aussies showed out, and I fucking love seeing it. Perth looks fucking tasty, too. Now I see why so many Irish are there. I should have went out. Former titles on the line. Congrats, all. <laughs> it's like up and down. He's, He's all, whoa, that was a great fight yeah, yeah. last night, lads. No losers. Just winners in my eyes. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, up and down, hot and cold. Oh, so this one I thought was interesting too. Uh, I, th I forgot where I saw this first. It might have been from Fight MMA, uh, whatever, Mafia. But it says, this is Ali Abdelaziz. After Islam won, he's, con he's calling some people racist because they think that Volkanovsky won against Muslims. He says they're racist against Muslims. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, people are going to try and go for whatever. But it's not the case, though, right? It's just no. that we think Volkanovsky won. I mean, yeah, I don't give a fuck about Volkanovsky. Yeah, is. so that was kind of weird that he yeah. posted this. But this is the narrative, right? It's the same thing with left, right, fighting, teams, everything. Mm. Like Philadelphia, the Swarns waking up going, oh, if, if they didn't have that holding call, we would have won. No, that punt return fucked you. They returned all the way down to the 10 or whatever. 
that really screwed you guys. Mm. Uh, did you watch? I just I don't watch the Super Bowl, but I mean I saw the Chris Stapleton national anthem. You saw that? Uh -huh. That was freaking dope, Insane. right? Yeah. I hope it was like not lip synced, but who knows? I doubt it. I doubt it too. No, no one lip syncs the national anthem. <laughs> no, they did. That's many times. Rude, really? Even the Whitney Houston one that was amazing. That was I heard it was lip sync. No. Yeah. yeah, that's what I heard. I gotta look it up again just to make sure. You sound like a hater right now. <laughs> she was amazing though. Uh, uh, so this uh, I was talking to you before the show. So Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. Uh, I didn't realize it's on Sunday and it's in Sunday morning. Sunday morning? Yeah, February 26th. Uh, what, what day? February 26th. So it's 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific in Saudi Arabia. And the price is going to be $49.99, which That's is reasonable. That's a fair price? It is, yeah. That's a normal price and inflation. All right. I'd like to if I could pay for that. We'll see if we can get a squad together. Let's do it. I think Jake knocks him out under four. Yeah, I think Jake's going to win too. Yeah, our dude George Lockhart, he's uh he's doing the meal prep stuff for Tommy Fury. Oh really? Yeah. It's too bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> I like George. Yeah, he's great. Uh, so Jose Aldo also had a boxing match over the weekend. He won by points, and then since then, I guess he's been in talks with Floyd Mayweather to do an exhibition bout. And in this article, he's saying like it's an exhibition for him, but it's not for me. I'm gonna actually go, you know, punch him. He's going to actually He's try to, to take punch. his head off. Yeah. yeah. And Floyd's like, whoa, whoa, be cool, man. Be fucking cool. But apparently, yeah. Floyd said that. Oh, it's going down. Like, his side has agreed yeah. already. My side, too. Aldo told MMA's fighting. Uh, we're now waiting yeah, for the promoters to get the deal done. Wow. You digging that, or how do you feel about yeah, that? Yeah. Listen, for Aldo, I just want to make all the money. I don't know how much money that makes. I don't know what kind of numbers Mayweather's do at this point. He's fighting YouTubers and training partners and shit like 20 mil for the last uh, listen Japanese if, if aldo can make that much money god bless him i hope he makes it all right uh this is from charles Oliveira's manager so i'm not yeah, sure this how. makes my wiener hard yeah so charles Oliveira versus benil darius set for two ufc 288 and i you know that uh, that so it's all about matchups and styles so i think charles Oliveira uh, darius uh great fight all the way around but i do think it's a tougher fight for Darius than makachev would be if the same makachev that showed up to fight volkanovsky brings that the with what Darius does well it poses a lot of interesting issues for makachev or for Oliveira, for makachev for makachev if because i i think Oliveira has a better skill set to beat Darius than makachev i think Darius oh, okay, matches okay. up really well with makachev Gotcha. So I mean, but for these guys though, Oliver and yeah, Darius. it's a great fucking fight. That's exactly what they should be doing. Yeah. Finally, Darius gets someone. I know, dude. Now we just need Hamza to get a fucking fight at one eighty five. Yeah, uh, this is pretty cool. Oh, I like Smith. this. Anthony Smith versus Johnny Walker. They're headlining UFC event May thirteenth. Great fight. Yeah. <laughs> great fight. Phenomenal fight. I think Anthony Smith gets that done. Damn. Yep. Yeah. And this is also kind of cool. Erin uh, Blanchfield, who's killing it right now, this up-and-comer, she actually took the place of Tala Santos, who couldn't fight Jessica Andrade because her cornerman couldn't get in for visa issues. But she's Aaron Blanchfield is jumping up crazy big in competition to fight Jessica Andrade. We'll see. The main event for UFC Vegas 69 has another change. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's a big cool. jump up in competition. Jump up. Jessica Andrade is a savage. 
Um, let's go. This is another quick one. So Michael Venom Page hasn't fought since uh, the Mike Perry fight in Bare Knuckle. So he's fighting Goiti Yamiuchi. And this is Mike's record so far. Really good, except he just lost his Logan Storley. Yeah, that's a bummer. Split decision. Beat Douglas Lima. Split decision. Mm -hmm. And then this is uh, Goiti Yamiuchi. He just beat Neiman Gracie. And that's in Bellator. It's a good fight. This one sucks. Sean Brady was supposed to fight Michelle Pahea. The f I love it would have been an amazing fight, fight yeah. And but, San, that UFC San Antonio is looking tasty, too. Our boy Sean Brady got hurt hurt his hand. I don't know. It didn't say exactly what the injury was. But, uh, yeah. And I'm sure you've seen this by now, right? Deontay Wilder saying he'd want to fight Francis Ngannou. I don't know why he wants to do MMA. And MMA, yeah. Just do boxing. I don't know why they would do MMA. <laughs> but either way for Francis, you know, Fury's calling him out now. That looks like he's going to get done. Dude. And now with... Deontay, this is why he left money the fights. Yeah. Yes, big time money fights. You, uh, I even thought about this idea. Let's make it a two fight deal. Everybody always comes to box. Let's do this. You come to my shit, I'll come to yours. Don't call it shit. You come to my house, come to yours. A true tea party. I love the idea. I'm a true warrior. Bubba, do not do MMA. That's a terrible idea. Well, I guess it's no different than boxing. It's not like France. Well, but why Listen, even offer the MMA? Francis is Bo Nichols on the ground compared to Deontay Wilder. Mm -hmm. Deontay Wilder's little legs and shit. That'd be a terrible idea. Yeah. Unless Francis like, yeah, I'm just going to stand with him. You know? Mm -hmm. Now, I do think Deontay Wilder's, if you're a betting man, gives Francis in boxing the best chance to win. He's still a, a plus 1,000, you know? A plus 1,000 in boxing. Frank Ghana? Plus yeah. 1,000? Yeah. Damn. Because boxing, you know? But with Deontay Wilder, you know, he has that big right hand, which France has seen before. He hasn't been boxing as long as Fury. He doesn't have the technique like a Fury or Usyk, so could do it. Anthony Joshua, a little more skilled. He'd be a plus 5,000 against Anthony Joshua, plus 4,000 against Fury and shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he, he's not going to be a favorite in any fight, but his best chance to win is Deontay Wilder, so I like it. And Deontay, don't do MMA, dude. Please don't. <laughs> All right, so we talked about this last week. Kevin Lee took a picture with Dana White. Yeah, that's cool. He's yeah, back. Yeah, so now he resigned with UFC. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. I like Kevin Lee. There's some fun fights for him, too. For sure. And there's another quick one. So Conor McGregor versus Michael Chandler could be held at Cowboy City. Ooh, doggy. It's going to be interesting what version of Conor we get with this. He's going to be forced strength because he's doing the ultimate fighter, but you're, this fight's a ways away, huh? And he's got to get in the freaking testing pool, which I don't think he still has done yet. I mean, does I'm anyone sure. take you out of serious at this point? <laughs> yeah, the IV thing too. Like, what the hell? Yes. Um, let's see. Oh, this was super cool to see. Did you guys watch it on there? Yes. Uh, on Jens Pulver. Yeah, yeah, sick. He didn't even realize he's gonna be inducted into the Hall. Of oh, Fame. really? He didn't know. Then this is his reaction. The I'll cameras at home didn't. He didn't think. <laughs> Watch, I'll show you his reaction. So, hold on. Oh, shut the fuck up. Oh, Are you... oh, dude. oh, shut up. Are you serious? Wow, let's go. He's going to gold jacket and get his teeth fixed. <laughs> he looks so different, dude. Braces, adult braces will get you, Doug. That's his son. Oh, man, that's so cute, man. God bless him. No way. No way. Oh, oh man. man. He didn't know, did he? Oh, my God. Are you serious? No way. Oh. 
Yeah, it's super sweet. And just super a sweet. ton of fighters came out to, you know, like, say it was, it was long overdue. He should have gotten it a while ago. A long a time ago. There's a few fighters they need to do that for. And it, 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 I love it because, you know, the Bel Belt Beltor does it, but Beltor didn't build a lot of those guys. You know, it's just not as special. It's great that they're doing it and they're showing recognition to these legends. The UFC needs a better job of this, man. For just sure. Pay it forward, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Man, what a video. Yeah, it's even more like more crying and stuff. And who's has that posted on Jens Pulver? Who, who I think he does streams, streams. Of, So I think he does streams for the UFC. Like they watch the fights, like, you know, together, you know, with fans. Something like that. I I love Jens Pulver, man. Yeah, he's great. And this is just it's great. He's doing good too, for sure. And he's working with the UFC, doing that kind of stuff. So this is uh, Sage Northcut. We haven't seen him in a while, but he's jacked. Is he? Oh my god! <laughs> is that dude? Is this Baywatch? He's my like god. humongous now. Yeah, if he, if he didn't have the Jesus thing going on, dude, the fucking OnlyFans money that boy can make, <laughs> yeah. jacking off on there. Dude, he yeah, is yoked. Yeah. Man, he looks good. I think that's pretty much it for current events. Is it, those are good, though. Yeah, that's all good. All righty. All good, baby. That's it? That should be it. Uh, I'd love to hear it. You got a Kevin Hart promo on there. I'd love to hear it. If you think uh, Makachev won the fight, come debate with me after the shows. Don't do it during the show, but I'm in Naples, Florida, at Comedy Off the Hook this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Naples, Florida, Bakersfield almost sold out one night only, one show only, February 23rd. Then Brea, California, Brea Improv, March 3rd, two shows on Friday night. I had to change my date on the 4th because I'm doing a uh, Calabas fight campaign for the John Jones uh, return. Had to do a had to, had to, had to. So you got Jelly Roll, you got Rampage, and a very, very special guest, March 4th on Thick Boy YouTube, Calabas fight campaign for UFC 285, March 4th. But March 3rd, the night before, that Friday, two shows only at Brea Improv. Then Bakersfield, one night only. That's almost sold out. Less than 50 tickets left. Naples, Florida, February 16th through the 18th. That's this. Mother Truck and Week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Comedy off the hook. Come get some, all right? Then Oklahoma City's March 9th through the 11th. Uh, you have UFC this weekend, and we talked a little bit about it. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, not going to blow your hair back. Jessica Andrade in Blanchfield, your best fight on there. You also got Jim Miller doing the damn thing against uh, Alexander Hernandez. Outside that, all good, baby. Um, but, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the fights. Love to hear it, who you, who you thought won. Um, but, yeah, Naples, see you this weekend. Be nice to each other. Stay thick. Love you guys. I'm out. If you're into thick boys, <laughs> like, subscribe, comment. God bless America. Well, that's not my big one. Just kidding.